0: okay and then so i used to rotate shifts and stuff back then at my old job so i went every two weeks so i wasn't able to make it every week but after two weeks i was finally able to go and i went to go check it out i started going to the man's bible study and everything and um i had been looking for i would always look for more at the time because uh i was trying to i was trying to get deeper into the word i was trying to learn more so I had friends that had Bible studies at their churches and they would invite me to go and I would go to extra services at other churches. I would go to a Bible study as with, with a group of friends from another church, you know, stuff like that. So <clears throat> I, I started going to his man's Bible study, right? So uh, I went there for about four months, <clears throat> about four months I was going there and uh, or maybe it was a little bit longer than four. No, it was about four months I was going there. And, uh, as I started going and I I started reconnecting with him, I had, uh, told him about the podcast idea and, uh, you know, he was all for it because he was, he was all about ministry. You know, he was an evangelist. He was about preaching, you know, he loves doing stuff like that. And, um, he would always wanted to take his ministry to the next level, but it was kind of like at a standstill. And so while he had kinda of put his ministry off on hold. He had left to go help this other pastor start this church. <clears throat> and um this was uh about four years later after that that me and him reconnected and I had talked about the po and I had tried to bring the podcast idea to the church I was at and it kinda really didn't take off. You know, I tried it with different people. And uh but anyway he he was all about it. You know, he loved it and everything. Um so uh, I met the pastor of that church. Uh, I started going to some of their activities and stuff they had, you know, like they had like a picnic at the lake. They was, you know, doing stuff, you know, on the side because, you know, I was all about that. I would try to find different church church activities with churches and different Christians to fellowship with and everything. And I was trying to learn more. And, and so um, <clears throat> I just felt like. the the church I was at that I was at for 5 years I felt like that my time there was kind of done like my like I, I just knew like deep inside I felt like you know what my time here is done like um and and in retrospect looking back um uh, I was right like the feeling I had was true like if I would have stayed there I would not have grown any more then what I had grown already, I would not be where I am now. You know what I mean? Like if, if I would have stayed there, I, I wouldn't have grown anymore. And <clears throat> I'm not saying nothing bad about the church or anything. Again, it was just my personal faith journey, my spiritual walk. Like God had more in store for me. And so I started feeling this way. And, um, <clears throat> um, the, idea of this this church was meeting at the pastor's house right um there was a small church and they were meeting at his house he had like a room in his house set up like a church and of this interested me you know I me mean? like seeing a church starting uh from the bottom and and going up and having the opportunity to be a part of that i looked at the looked at that right away like this could be a huge learning experience this could be a huge a huge growing experience you know to be a part of something like that to to be a part of a church that's like barely starting out uh that's meeting at someone's house and that grows from there on up and you know i had met with the pastor and um <clears throat> after going to the bible study for you know so many months uh me and him have met one-on-one you know when i went out to dinner or lunch And um, he was uh, talking to me and kind of shared his vision with me, you know what I mean? And the thing I liked right away is that this church was part of a denomination. I didn't really know anything about the denomination at the time, but it was part of a denomination. They had a manual. They had a statement of beliefs. Um, They had a manual that was all like, and it gave references to all the scriptures for everything they believe and the protocols and all that and they had systems in place they had structure uh the pastor you know had like a vision for a year down the line five years down the line 10 years down the line and i just i just wasn't kind of used to all that and that really intrigued me because i was like man this this seems uh like like i said this seems like this would be a good a good learning experience a huge growing experience and It's not it wasn't just that it was something else, too. Like, I felt like almost like I was being drawn there. Like I was like, I just knew my time there before that happened, uh, before I even went to that Bible, before I even ran into my old homeboy. uh, And I should have I should have clarified this earlier. I had that feeling before that happened where it's like, you know what? My time here is my time here is over. I, I need to do something different. And I remember praying and saying and, and I remember telling God, like, look, I, I, I don't I don't want to go to a different church. I like it here. I like everybody here. I don't even know where I would go if I did want to leave, you know, and I don't want to go church shopping. And I don't want to go church hopping and looking around for a different, you know, what I mean, I was like, I just I want to do something new. I want to grow more. And that was one of the reasons that led me to the idea of a podcast or a podcast ministry because I thought, you know, that was the one way I could. <clears throat> and so, and so I just <clears throat> believed, you know, it was the will of God leading me to this, to this church and everything. And they, uh, and they really liked the podcast idea and all that. And they were about it. And so after praying for all those months <clears throat> and, uh, and, and, and fasting, I fasted like, like three different times and i kept praying and finally i felt like yeah this is this is where this is where i need to go like this is this is where um this is this is the next step in my journey so i had sat down with my pastor sat down with the dude that was like my mentor had a heart to heart conversation with them like tears were shed in that room You know i told him you know it's like i i really do love y'all i thank y'all for everything like if it wasn't for y'all i wouldn't be who i am today you know but i just feel like you know like god has something else in store for me and this is the next step you know what i mean like this is probably not where it's gonna stop but this is the next step and so i did go right so i went to this church uh i became a member there i tried to do everything the right way like i said i talked to my pastor uh, I talked to the pastor of that church. Uh, from what I understood, they talked uh, to each other, you know, <clears throat> uh, try to do everything the right way, you know, and, and like, 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 like I felt like it was supposed to be, you know, like the proper way to do things. Um, not just like ghost them, not just like, you know, disappearing. Cause like I said, I was a leader there, not just like disappearing and get ghost on them. And all of a sudden I'm over here, you know what I mean? They see me in Facebook posts and stuff like what's going on. Like and then change my number And block everybody's number from the church And uh, you know I'm just saying I wouldn't do that but I know people that did do that And you know I ain't right but you know Hey we are gonna leave it at that But um So I started going to this church right And we were Meeting in the pastor's house And I became really involved in this church Um We at the same time, me and this other brother, he uh, the one that used to preach the other evangelist, he was the associate pastor of this church because he yeah, went to try to help help this pastor start the, the church. So he was the associate pastor of the church, the one leading Bible studies. But at the same time, he wanted to, you know, do something more with his ministry that he had kind of set to the side that he always used to have. And when I brought the podcast idea and everything, <laughs> we, we just felt like, um, it was something that was meant to be like God had brought us together. And so I helped him. Uh, we started a podcast. Uh, we made a Facebook ministry page. Uh, we made a, a, a YouTube channel. Um, and then, so we, and then, so that's what me and him, me and the associate pastor are doing this on the side and the pastor of the church, he was aware of all this. He knew we, we told him we kept him in the loop. So we're doing this on the side. At the same time, I'm involved in this church you know, like I'm becoming a member, I'm taking the, 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 the classes. They had like different levels of classes and stuff, Bible studies, membership classes, leadership classes. Like I'm taking the classes, uh, I become the sound tech guy, like, like the audio tech guy, uh, started running sound for the music and everything. Uh, I started a podcast for that church, like uh, to, to put the sermons on. So the every Sunday sermon was uploaded to their podcast. Um, uh, you know, I, I did like graphic designs. I was making flyers and so, you know, I did all this stuff and, um, I <clears throat> uh, went there for about two years. It, it was two years, I met mean, a little bit over two years, maybe two years and some change two years and a couple months, maybe. And um, <clears throat> after two years and a couple months through a series of unfortunate events. (laughs) Uh, I'll get into a little bit more detail. I don't know how much I want to go into because I really don't want to sound like I'm bashing no church or I'm bashing no pastor or none, but uh, through a series of unfortunate events, um, or I guess you, depending on how you look at it, could be a series of fortunate events. Um, I was no longer a member of that church. And looking back, when that that was early last year that was early 2020 when uh uh i left that church and i was no longer a member of that church and looking back i wholeheartedly still believe believed in and still believe now that that was part of god's will for me to go to that church uh because i was right it was a huge learning experience it was a huge growing experience but look check this out i didn't learn what i thought i was gonna learn you know me i I didn't have the type of growing experiences i thought i was the type of growth that i thought i was gonna have um but i had some very valuable and uh, uh lessons learned at that church and some very valuable growing experiences and without a doubt in my mind it was the providence of god for me to go to that church why because that's where i met my wife at That's where I met my wife Which is like one of the greatest blessings That God has ever blessed my life with You know what I mean Like I kid you not When we met each other We both told each other At the same time that She is like What I prayed for Those five years I was at the other church I was single And um Well I was single off and on Off and on But for a lot of that time I was single And she was exactly what i was praying for you know what i mean like the type of godly woman christian woman i was praying for and at the same time you know she tells me too like i was exactly what she was praying for but for the last year or so we had both kind of stopped praying we were praying non-stop for like many years and then kind of stopped praying around the same time and then um You know i i I tell her i knew it from the first time i seen her you know you can say you don't believe in love at first sight or whatever and i didn't think i did neither i was like nah i ain't real she came in that first day and for some reason i sat. i was the first one there and i sat down by the door i don't know why i did that because i was thinking after i sat down i was like well this is awkward i'm the new guy now i'm gonna have to say hi to everybody because i'm sitting right beside the door and she was the first one to come in After I was there and when I seen her smile, and shake my hand, I was like, I just, I felt something. And I remember it was so strong. I was even praying against it. I was like, Lord, I'm not here for this. I ain't, you know what I mean? If like the feeling I have is so strong, it's like kind of scary. And so I'm praying that if it's you if this is part of your will, if this is meant to be whatever I pray that you reveal it to me I was like, but if not then then you know help me to stay focused on on why I'm here help me to stay focused on my relationship with god on 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 my purpose for why I'm here in this church you know what I mean because it was so it was so overwhelming this feeling I got that um uh that it was kind of um it was it was like making me Anxious like I was like I like I was scared, you know what I mean? I was trying to stay stay focused on uh uh, you know, like like what I could do for the Great Commission, what I could do to help make this church grow, how I could grow my own spiritual walk, like like help me stay focused on that. Um because this is my first day here and now I just feel like I just got hit by something and <laughs> I got struck, you know what I mean? But uh but yeah, I tell her that it trips her out. But that's true, that's true though, and before when we were first started talking before we got married i couldn't think about her too much if if i started thinking about her too much tears would just start coming down <laughs> it it was crazy uh, when we first started dating like i couldn't like i couldn't like like stare her in her eyes for too long uh because it's like tears would just I would be like this i'm like man i don't i don't know i don't, I don't know what's going on i don't know what's wrong with me this ain't never happened before And, uh, so looking back without a doubt in my mind, it it was God's will for me to be there. It was the providence of God, you know, for that. And, um, on, on top, on top of the biggest blessing of my life, my wife and, uh, the complete family that we now have on top of that, it was the... The growth that I went through, and the lessons that I learned, and the learning experience, and like I said, it wasn't what I thought I was gonna learn. It wasn't the lessons and, and 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 the growing experience I thought I was gonna get, and I'm pretty sure it wasn't the lessons and the growing experience that the pastor of that church wanted to teach me or wanted to teach anybody. But like I said, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it like it is, and I'm just gonna keep it real. I'm not I'm not gonna go into too much details, but. I learned a lot of valuable lessons of what not to do. I, heard, I learned what a pastor, things a pastor shouldn't do, how a pastor shouldn't pastor, how a Christian leader shouldn't lead, um, how a Christian leader or a Christian in general should not act, should not conduct themselves. You know me I mean? Things that they shouldn't say, ways they shouldn't communicate like <laughs> ways that a leader shouldn't or a pastor should not delegate leadership or should not manage a church or should not manage people in general you know what i mean and uh it was just uh, <clears throat> like i'm real observant i'm real like um i'm good at reading people and um I always felt like I was good at discernment. And um uh especially now that I that I've learned a whole lot more, got deeper into the word. Um now I know that while like I was good at reading people and 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 I did have discernment, now right now it's like on a whole nother level. Um but looking back um I was there for like 2 years and some change. And so that gave me enough time um with the people in the church, well mainly w- with the pastor of the church to really see some things. Like you can only put up a front for so long, you know what I mean? Especially um like when someone is uh when so- I-, I don't want I don't want to sound like I'm special or i got some kind of superpower, and or nothing it ain't nothing like that it's just there's other people that are good at reading people too you know there are other people that observe things they watch and they they hear things they see things and they notice other things that other people wouldn't notice and so eventually you know there's only so long you can put up a front before um your character becomes apparent to me you know I me mean? and i might even see some red flags but i give you the benefit of the doubt you know what I mean? But, um, so I just started noticing a bunch of stuff <clears throat> and, um, I started noticing some things that, uh, just some characteristics and some traits that a pastor and a leader in general should not have things they shouldn't do things that looked kind of shady things that made them look real manipulative things that made him look like, um, he was a control freak, you know, like real, real um, possessive and micromanaging like that made me really question his motives for being a pastor. You know what I mean? It, it wasn't, it, it didn't look like it was a heart for the gospel. It didn't look like it was um, um, uh, a desire to fulfill the great commission. It kind of looked like it was a uh, a desire for uh, attention, a desire for control, a desire for that power, that, that respect, you know what I mean? Like just things like that. And so towards the end there, when I started noticing things, I started I started speaking up and saying some. I started calling them out on some things. And um, there were several times I did that. And some of those times I did through text message and i know i know it's like you know you know well you should have did it face to face you should have did it at least over the phone voice to voice and um that and and we we had some times like we had some face to face and we had some over the phone but then um the last couple of times i did it through text message because the text message gave you a record you know I me mean? like you can't you can't lie about what you said in the text message because i got it in my phone you know what I mean? and i noticed some things like that going on i noticed some things where uh you know he would flip the script sometimes say one thing and then say one thing to somebody different and then uh somebody tell him something he'll go and change it up and say something you know i just I just, it was just a lot but like i said i'm not trying to get into details but um it was a the 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 several last times that's how it was it was through text messages and stuff like that and so we were starting to have differences because of that uh because i would notice things and i would call him out on it and uh one time uh like he know he know he 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 know he was in the wrong he invited me over to his house cooked this big old dinner for me and then you know like you know uh like showed me hospitality and everything was encouraging me to get seconds and take some home and and <laughs> giving me all this free stuff it was like at the end and then at the end of it just kind of sat down with me it was like so so are we good are, are we good uh, and i was like man you ain't gotta buy me with this food and stuff man and and but hey but so one of the times like he knew he knew he was wrong. He 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 knew, he knew what happened. But then after that, uh I guess uh he just got tired of it, you know what I mean? Because of the the his personality and stuff. And um when somebody's like that and they know like they know that they're like that and they know that somebody's on to them, it's like that person becomes a threat. You know what I'm saying? So It all started with, um, there was a pastor in town that went to a different church that had a podcast. There's a pastor in town, him and his wife had a podcast. And I used to always listen to their podcast. After me and my wife got married, I showed her the podcast and we would listen to their podcast together sometimes. And then after looking on Facebook, we saw that they were having, they had two services on Sunday. One was an early morning service with free breakfast. And it was like at nine. And then one was their regular service like at 11. Right. And so our church had service at 11. And so I told my wife, cause like I said, we would go to X. We would, there was another church. We would visit on Fridays. They had Friday services. Whenever uh, people I knew from other churches would send me flyers or invites to like special services going on Saturdays, we would go on Saturdays. And so I had told my wife, I was like, hey, look, check this out. They got a service, um, an early service. And I always said, I would like to see what this pastor's church looked like, because this pastor, not too many years before this, started his own church. He was part of another church. Uh, he got the blessing of that church. He went to go start his own church. Him and his wife had a podcast. I was like, I always, I hear them on the podcast and how their church is different. So, you know, I always I was always interested to see what their church would be like. You know what I mean? And so I <clears throat> told her, I was like, you know, if we go visit them, they're not too far away from our church. So we, we would be able to make it on time. Worst case scenario, we might be like five, five minutes late, 10 minutes late, something like that. I was like, but I think we'd make it on time. I was like, you want to do that? And so, you know, we're like, yeah. So we went to go do that. At the same time, um, yes, uh, at the same time, I was kind of seeing how things were going with this church that we were at. And so I was like, you know, I think we might have to look for a different church because this pastor's tripping, this pastor's wild now. I'd have seen too much now that we're married she was going to that church way before i was and so now that you know she's been seeing stuff longer than me and so now just a lot of stuff is clicking and making sense and it's like you know i don't know how much longer we'll be here uh i don't i don't want to leave i was like but we might need to consider it uh so that was in my mind but the morning we wanted to go visit this church that wasn't part of it we weren't gonna like switch to this it's just because this I I knew from his podcast That this church was different And I wanted to go visit it just to see it for myself But I, I never wanted to miss I would never miss my church's service To go visit another church Because like I said I was a leader there I was active there I was involved there So I feel like that's where my commitment was But when I found out he had an earlier church service I was like look we can go check this out And uh So talking to her about it and then uh, I had mentioned it to the associate pastor, who I had, the, who I was helping with the ministry on the side, with the uh, the podcast and stuff, and the YouTube channel we had. And I had asked him, and and her, I was like, "Do you think I should uh I should tell the pastor of the church we're going to now?" I was like, "Because if he find out from somebody else, I don't want him to get the wrong idea because of how things been going lately with him. I don't know. He might he he, he likes to jump to conclusions and stuff." I was like, "So, and uh, and." both of them were kind of like yeah um it's a good idea because this church had a radio show live on the radio that me and the associate pastor would go do together sometimes other brothers were there sometimes the pastor himself was there but the majority of the times it would be me and it would be the associate pastor the one that i was helping with his ministry outside the church uh we would go do this radio show together at a radio station that another church had uh representing the church we were going to and so i would get a lot of times to talk to him um when we would go throughout the week to go do this radio show live on the air and uh you know so yeah i was like yeah it would be a good idea so uh like that friday i shot him a text and i was like uh, i was like hey bro i just want to let you know uh uh me and my wife you know we've been listening to this podcast for a long time and you know you know this pastor he started his church not too long ago i found out he has an early morning service and so we want to go visit you know i hit i hit him up on facebook i hit that pastor up on facebook he extended an invite to us i was asking him about it and so we're going to go visit but we're only going to go visit because he has an early morning service and so we should get out in time to make our service worst case scenario we might be like five minutes late 10 minutes late something like that but it won't be like we'll be there we'll be there for the service <clears throat> and um so, <clears throat> so 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 that morning we went to go visit we went to go visit that church and uh that church that one time going there uh was was a pretty cool experience too um that church did was completely different um the way uh their building was set up the environment the the people there everybody was way more casual like i'm I'm not saying you got to dress like in a suit and tie and stuff like that to go i mean me i go to church this is probably how i'm dressed right here i, I, I well yeah i went to church today i'm in a am in a collar shirt you know i got put gel on my hair i won't wear a hat today you know I got I got my clothes on. I just I usually just wear this with collar shirts, you know what I mean? Like um because the chain's real long, I got a different chain I wear, you know. and I don't even wear jewelry like that, so don't get the wrong idea. I just got I just I, usually most of the time I'm in work clothes, but hey, that's a diff- but hey, whatever. But anyway, like so you know, I just dress like this. And uh <clears throat> I I I don't believe you have to dress up, but I mean, at the same time it's like um you know don't forget why you're going there you know what i mean like for the same reason you would dress up like out of respect to go to a wedding or a funeral you know what i'm saying like you're going to the house of god you get me but uh but yeah you can come as you are and all that but like i'm just at this church everybody was like dressed way down like some people look like they was in pajamas some people were just like in shirts and shorts and like um this is what it looked like It looked like The like the whole church Looked like a big old youth conference And I ain't saying nothing wrong with that I'm just saying how different it looked to me It looked like one big old youth conference Which makes sense Because the dude used to be a youth pastor So a lot of his people probably followed him And I felt like we was among Some of the oldest people there You know what I'm saying I mean we ain't that old man You know what I'm saying Like, But it was like It was like a big old And it was interesting To be there to see their service to see how they how, how they did things and we enjoyed it and it was cool and we talked about going back to visit but then we just never did and um later on after we had left the church we were a part of um you know and we were thinking about what to do um you know we had visited that church and it came up in conversation but we we're like you know it was cool to visit but uh I don't know, we we don't see ourselves being, um, a member there, you know, but, so, so apparently that Friday, <clears throat> so I, I just wanted to clarify that, because I don't want y'all to think like, oh, I already had it in my mind, I was going to leave that church, and I had already had a church lined up to go check, no, I wasn't like that, how it happened is how I told you, I would listen to the pastor's podcast, him and his wife, and I was interested to see because they would talk about how different their church services were and stuff and um so that was like on a Friday night <clears> or <throat> Thursday or Friday night I had text our pastor at the time and, and let him know and that Saturday night um he went over to my in-laws house and uh, basically Said that I'm going to paraphrase Because like I said I don't want to go into too many details But basically he said Me and my wife was tripping It didn't say nothing about us Visiting another church But see I was involved And my wife was uh, Even more involved than me At the time Um, Like she was a Sunday school teacher She was the treasurer She was um, All kind of other stuff And uh, Basically You know He went to my in-laws And was like uh, they tripping and they out of line for this and this and brother Roscoe has been real disrespectful to me and hurt my feelings with some of the stuff he he didn't say what but he was just like with been very disrespectful to me and co- came at me in a way that a person should never uh, uh, uh come at their pastor and this and this and then you know she is the treasurer and she been slipping on something, something like it just sounded like he just came up with all this bogus accusations to my in-laws and was like, I suggest we need to sit down and have a family meeting with them. But before we do this, you need to talk to them and tell them that if they just apologize, humble themselves and apologize, then everything is going to be okay. And of course, uh, I don't know what he thought that he was gonna go meet with their, her family and get them to take his side or something. Um, but her family has been going there as long as long, well, actually longer than she was. So they already knew how he was. They had already been seeing all the stuff that I saw the two years that I went there. So they called us right after that let us know everything that was said turns out he didn't even mention that we were going to visit another church or the stuff he was really mad about but just brought up all this other stuff and was like we need to have a family meeting and that he wanted them to convince us to apologize or something and i'm like what so sunday comes we go ahead we visit the church like i was talking about and then we make it to our church service. And just like I predicted, we was like no more than five minutes late. Um we we're five minutes late. Past the time service started. Walked in. They still hadn't started, though. They were still setting up. So it's like, hey, no big deal. You know what I mean? Some people still ain't here. They're, they're not done. The band's not done setting up. You know what I mean? So we made it on time. We good. <clears throat> so we do that. Uh after that, after that service. He comes up to me, he was like, "Hey, uh you think you have time that we could have a quick meeting? Like it shouldn't take no more than like 20 minutes." And I said, "Yeah, okay." He's like, "Okay, yeah, I'm going to invite your in-laws to come with us." And I was like, "All right, cool." He's like, "We just need to talk about a few things." I was like, "All right, cool." So, at that time, I tell my wife, we're like, it's just us off off to the side. I say, "Okay, look. If this meeting goes bad or if he comes at us sideways basically like if he comes at us wrongly and and he just starts tripping like like if he comes at us in a way he shouldn't come at us or if this meeting goes bad like say we start arguing or something because i know how he was say we start arguing or something and if he if he asks us to leave the church or if the meeting goes bad and it looks like we won't be able to reconcile this i was like let's get on the same page now what do you want to do do you want to stay here or do you want to leave and then you know uh we were both pretty much on the same page you know we both agreed at this point uh if the meeting goes bad if he asks us to leave because one thing to know is this pastor was known to ask people to leave i mean just getting to know him he probably told me at least five to seven stories about different people he had to ask to leave um, and not in Waco I'm talking about other churches that he supposedly pastored and then several people here one person you know I was at the meeting where he asked him to leave and so you know he was known to do this and he didn't have a problem in doing that and so I had already told her I was like you know let's get on the same page now if we can't reconcile if, if he starts Uh, if this turns, this meeting goes bad, this turns into an argument or goes out of control or if he asks us to leave, um, what are we going to do? And we both kind of agreed, you know, yeah, at this point we're just going to go ahead and leave. And, um, so yeah, so we had this meeting, we sat down, um, uh, the way he was talking is like, um, like my in-laws or my wife's parents were like on his side and here we are and he brought up some of the stuff i said in which i backed it up i explained to him why um i told him some of the things i told why i'm calling him out on some of the things i see him doing on some of the things i see him i I hear him saying on his behavior on the way he's acting you know me i told him about that And in my mind it's like i know i'm i might have been the only one to to tell him but i know my in-laws have already uh noticed everything i've noticed and um so and then he then he talks about how we visited another church and he was like i can't have that and we were like what you mean you can't have that he was like she's the treasurer she's a sunday school teacher he's like you're you're a leader here you're involved What are people going to think when they find out you're visiting another church? I was like, well, we didn't miss our service and we visit other churches on Friday. Anyway, you already know that. I told you there's a Friday service we visit and, and he was just like, and then, and then with all the other stuff he had against me, he was just like, he was just like, uh, like he said, it was going to take 20 minutes, almost exactly 20 minutes into the meeting. He was like, yeah, you know what? I'm just gonna have to ask go ahead and I'm gonna have to ask y'all to go ahead and leave the church. Y'all gonna have to go find another church. <clears throat> and then he was like, Because I can't have you questioning my authority in my church. And uh, like straight up, that was what he said. And then it didn't stop there though. We kept talking about it. Cause he he wouldn't let it go. He kept talking about it. So I kept defending what I said i was like yeah i did say you were shady for this i did say this looked very manipulative because what look what you did look at what you said like um the things you were doing i did call you out on because of this because of this and then another 20 minutes later he was like yeah y'all just gonna have to go ahead and leave i'm gonna have to ask y'all to leave and then again he wouldn't let it go kept talking about it kept talking about it we kept getting into it another 20 minutes later he was like yep y'all just need to go ahead and leave wasn't until my mother in law said, Well, you're a pastor. And what about when Jesus Uh said, Forgive your brother 70 times 70? And then he was like, Nah, I can't put this behind me. Because uh I'm gonna always feel like he's watching me. You know what I'm saying? Trying to point out stuff that I do that doesn't look right. And uh it's gonna bug me and it's gonna eat at me and i'm not going to be able to pastor this church right if he's here and this and this and this and then you know she kept on talking about that where you're supposed to forgive him and this and that and then so it's like seeing where where my in-laws were taking a stance on it then he's like instantly changed he's like okay well can you think we can get over this and just put this behind us you think we could just put this behind us and so i just looked at my wife and i was like you know, I just pointed at her motion, I gestured at her to answer. And she was just like, Nah, honestly, at this point, mm-hmm. too much was already said at this meeting. We, nah, we don't even feel welcomed here anymore. Nah, we're just going to go ahead and leave at this point. And so that's what happened, right? So then, check this out. So, me and the associate pastor, like I said, had a ministry outside, like outside the church, right? and uh so we were still like well just because i'm not part of that church no more me and you still gonna have this ministry we'll still do the podcast we'll still make the youtube videos you know we'll still do stuff like that so then it was a a week like not even a whole week after we were asked to leave the church and then we went ahead and left on our own accord (coughs) after he asked us three times to leave not even a whole week later he had like a five minute meeting with the associate pastor and his wife and uh he's like i know you always told me one day you wanted to start like like this is and this is exactly what the associate pastor told me he's like i know you, you always told me one day uh it was in your heart to start a church later on down the line and uh i know you said that maybe you might you might look into doing it later this year and uh, he's like, let me ask you a question. He's like, if you do that, will Brother Roscoe be a part of it? And he said he told him, he's like, well, yeah, I imagine so. He's like, because we have the ministry together, this and this. And then he said right after he said that he told him, well, in that case, I'm going to have to ask you to leave the church. <laughs> and uh, said he threw stuff in his face, talking about. Man, I wanted to help you. I wanted to do it the right way. I wanted to, to have this church support your new church. But now I'm just gonna have to ask you to go ahead and leave. And he said, and, and, and my brother said he asked him. He's like, well, can we go in front of the church and, you know, dismiss ourselves the right way? And he's like, nah, y'all just gonna have to go ahead and leave. Like, don't come this Sunday. <laughs> and uh, I don't think my brother will mind me sharing that because it's the truth. At the same time, I hope I'm not telling too much because I don't want to make it seem like Again, like I'm not naming no names. I'm not naming the church names. I'm not naming the pastor names But I'm just trying to to show you how I came to where I am now So then like at the time when this happened, I I forgot to mention We went from having church within the the two years and some change I was there we had went from having church in the pastor's house to renting out the cafeteria of an elementary school and then finally to buying our own building and then remodeling it so we had like an actual church you know what I mean? we had bought the building remodeled it and then and then a little bit after that a little bit after maybe a couple months after the grand opening we had is when he asked us to leave and then uh, uh not even a week later asked my brother and his wife to leave so my brother comes to me uh my brother in christ just you know uh my brother in the lord i just i don't want y'all to ha- be confused thinking i'm talking about like an actual brother because this brother was like the associate pastor of this church and he's like twice my age i mean i i, I mean i'm 32 I ain't saying he's 64, but he like he's up there, he's around there. He's almost like around twice my age, you know what I'm saying? So this brother uh comes up to me and he's like, you know, well, what are we going to do now? <laughs> you know I me? Mean? So I I went to go visit my old church for one Sunday, or was it two Sundays? Might have been two Sundays. And um and then, and then he hit me up and then he was like, well, what are we going to do now? And then, uh, I was like, well, you said you wanted to start your own church. And so we ain't got one now. I mean, have you thought about it? And then he said, yeah. And he said, so since we already had the ministry, he's like, well, let's go ahead and start having church just us for right now. And then we'll start working out a plan and see what we could do. And we're going to go ahead and take the ministry to the next level and start a church. So that's what we did. We started a church out of his house and then right after we started it check this out right after we started it the coronavirus hit the pandemic started this was uh oh, oh we had both left that church right before the pandemic hit and we started the church right at the beginning of the pandemic when when things started shutting down everybody had to wear masks and all that so the whole time 2020 uh, through the pandemic, uh, we're growing as a church. We're picking up people, you know, some people we picked up for a season and then some people, they stayed with us, they stuck with us. Some people just came, stuck around for a while, left. And then some people, you know, they, they stayed with us. And then so, as soon as, um, it was towards the end of last year, yeah, it was towards the end of last year when things started opening back up. Like, we, you still had to wear a mask and everywhere. And, uh, but when things started opening up towards the later half of 2020, we were able to move to a hotel. And we started having service in the hotel. And check this out. The dude was like, to rent the, the meeting room of the hotel, it had like chairs, it had a pulpit or like a podium. You know, it, it was straight. It, it was good. But to rent it, it was going to be like a 100 or something. And then he was like, oh, well, this is for a church. He's like, I do it for like 90. And then he and then after he was after the, the, the pastor of the church would t- talk to him a little bit more. He was like, oh, you're going to be renting it every Sunday. He was like, let's just do it for 50 then. And I'm like, "Bad," <laughs> you know what I mean? So that was a blessing right there. So we had a building. Uh We started having church um the radio station that me and my older and my older brother that was the pastor of the church that i'm at now in this point of the story the radio station that we used to go and have a radio show on behalf of that other church we went there and we talked to them and since we had left the old church we went to they hadn't been back to continue the radio show the radio program anymore and so Um, well, I I should say this before, before we left the church, uh, we were talking about, we, we were talking with the radio station, people talking about picking up another time slot for the ministry that we had outside of the church. Like we were still doing the show on Saturdays on behalf of the church we were at, but we wanted to pick up another time slot during the week for the ministry that we had outside of the church and um that was just you know that like we weren't ready to jump on it we were just talking to the people about it at the time but then after we had left uh we left that church we were like man uh we need to go ahead and just go through with that and go ahead and jump on that so we started doing a show on tuesdays and then so me and him were still back on the radio, but of course we were under the name of our ministry and we were doing a radio program. Then when we went to go talk to them again, we found out that since we had left out of the church, they didn't continue the radio show. So their time slot was open because it wasn't being used for like a whole year. So we jumped back on that time slot. So we were on the radio Saturday and Tuesday nights under the ministry uh we still had the podcast we had the youtube channel and we created a christian hip-hop online radio station and um to try to reach out to the younger generations and and and, and the youth and anybody who liked hip-hop and stuff and it was doing pretty good I, I used to look at the analytics and we would get views from all over and um those were just some of the things we had going and then we were we were still having service in the hotel and then so um the church stated the church is still right now still currently at the hotel i mean why not i mean because it it was a blessing to get it for 50 uh, 50 a sunday that's roughly about 200 and some change a a month hey you know what i mean and we're growing more people are coming but um uh there were some things that happened in between there. Let me, let me touch on that. So, and this all explains why I'm at where I am, how I came to be where I am in my spiritual walk. And so it all ties together. And so when that happened early 2020, when we decided, well, let's take the ministry to the next level. You know, let's go ahead and, and start our own church. He's going to be the pastor. I'm going to be like the right hand man. I don't know what my title was going to be. Was I going to be the deacon? Was i gonna be associate pastor was i gonna be uh, i don't know but you know i was you know like the right hand man so when when we decided to do this i took this seriously i said okay you know what i need to learn more because looking back to my first church i was like i don't want to be like that when somebody asks us a question i want to be able to answer clearly and concisely and say this is what we believe and this is the scripture th- that, that we use for that belief. This is why we, be- this is in scripture, why we believe this way. Not my opinion, my preferences are based on my experience. No, no, I wanted to be able to give clear and concise answers that were based on the word of this is why we believe. And let me show you in the word where this, where this comes from. You know what I mean? Um. And then I, w- I wanted to learn that for me. So that, so that I could give people answers, um, more clearly and more solid biblical answers than I had ever got. Um, so to learn for myself and to help others and to answer for others. And then I wanted to be able to go to the pastor of the church and be like, look, this is what I've learned. So, you know, where do we stand? Let's, let's, let's determine our identity. Let's put together our. Statement of beliefs. Let's, you know, decide where we stand and get on the same page so that we don't have that same confusion. You know, um, among the leaders are among the congregation, like I was talking about earlier in the first church I went to. So all of 2020, I started learning more. I started like researching. I started studying hardcore. Like, look, check this out. Uh, I'm a heavy equipment operator. Uh, If you look me up on TikTok, I got a lot of construction videos. That's pretty much what my TikTok is. You'll find a little bit of dinosaur content. I like dinosaurs. Y'all see that right there? (laughs) But uh, (laughs) that's from the uh, Jurassic World exhibition. If you're on the podcast and you can't see what I'm pointing to, I got a, a little blue plushie, the raptor from Jurassic World, and it says Jurassic World Exhibition right there. It was in Dallas for a couple months this year. You know, we had showed the kids all the Jurassic Park movies. They got real into dinosaurs, and so we went to go see it. You know, they got all kind of animatronic stuff from the movies. Hey, it was cool. But um, that's what my TikTok is. I got construction videos mainly, and so that's what I do. I'm a heavy equipment operator, right? So in 2020, for the majority of 2020, i say this to explain how i got where i am uh we're doing this big job and a lot of times at my job i operate the machine uh, like i'm a loader man i operate the loader and then i get off and help when i ain't got nothing to do and then i get back on the loader go do something get off and help in the ditch get off and help the guys you know what i'm saying whatever well at this job we were doing it was a big job and so there was a lot of work to do and so i was constantly busy on the loader Almost all day, every day, you know, doing stuff. Uh, bringing pipe, moving material. Um, the material in the pipe was always, like, far away. Uh, moving dirt, cleaning up the job site. Doing all this kind of stuff out there. <clears throat> and so, I would have my phone hooked up to my machine, to, to the radio on my machine. It had an aux cord. And so, all day long, I wouldn't really listen to sermons, right? But all day long... I would listen to, I would listen to lectures. I would listen to like classes, theology classes, lectures. I would listen to debates. I would listen to conferences. I would look up a certain theological view, and then I would look up the view that opposes it. I would look up people giving supporting arguments. I would I would look up and listen to people giving counter arguments. I would listen to podcasts. I would listen to audio books because um, I never really had time to sit down and read books like that. But I would listen to audio books. Then when I got home, I would be looking up articles. I would be I would be st- be watching stuff on TV, the same conferences, the same um, um, lectures or, or clips from lectures, um, you know, what I mean, debates and stuff. And then when I get home, I would show my wife, i would be like, look, check this out. I heard this today. What do you think about this? and um and then i would also um be on my phone or my ipad or my computer and i'd be looking up like articles and and reading at home like little articles online and and continuing to learn and so i did this every day monday through friday 10 hours a day because i worked 10 hours a day monday through friday and i was on the machine so if i was on the machine i was listening i was learning i was um uh, uh i was listening to all that and then um i would just tackle one thing at a time at first it felt overwhelming because it was like i don't know what this means i don't know what this word means i don't know what they're talking about when they say this so i was like you know what i'm just gonna look up one thing at a time and tackle it like that and that's what i did i would be like okay now i understand what this is so now let me try to understand what this is okay that's what this side says let me look up what the other side says that opposes that okay that's what this view means so let me see this view then let me see this view and i looked up everything even like um eschatology and the different views um all different kind of views of uh theology dispensationalism versus uh covenantalism like uh, covenant theology continuationist versus cessationist like 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 all this stuff right and so this is what i was doing for like almost the majority of 2020 this is what I was doing every day on the machine. Uh, I'd be working, I'd be operating, but I'd be listening all day long. And um. And <clears throat> because we were gonna start a church, and so I was like, if we're gonna start a church, I gotta get serious. We gotta take this to the next level. Like, I have to know more. I have to know, like, what I'm talking about. I wanna be able to ant- give people good, solid answers and point them to the truth of scripture with scripture not giving them my opinion not give them what i heard or what i think or well based on my experience no no i wanted to know for like god's word you know what i'm saying and i would also listen to the to the audio bible like um like there's like it's like an audio book but the bible and sometimes they do like dramatizations like with sound effects and different voice actors it's pretty cool if you have a problem Getting into the Bible or reading the word, it's a pretty cool way to supplement it. And it keeps you interested, you know what I mean? And uh so I would listen to the audio bible a lot too. And so